بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله وبارك على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا أما بعد الحمد لله وبارك الله فيكم I thank the brothers here Mashallah Huda Bolton Give me this opportunity here to sit with you and discuss this affair of the Sahab, Ashab and Nabi, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and the affair of the Makana, the status of the Sahaba, and the Fadl, the virtue of the Sahaba, Radiallahu Anhum Ajma'een. And this, uh, this Kalima, I wish to discuss with you is taken from a khutbah from Shaykhana Shaykh Abdullah al Bukhari, Hafidahullah Ta'ala, when he discusses the affair of the Sahaba and their father. And no doubt, understanding the virtue of the Sahaba and the makana of the Sahaba, and the status of the Sahaba, the companions of the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, is something which is from the Usul of Adin. It's from the foundations of the Irtiqad of Ahlul Sunnati Wal Jama'ah. From the foundations of the Irtiqad of the creed of Ahlul Sunnati Wal Jama'ah is that they have a particular belief and they hold a particular regard for the Sahaba, Ashab, and Nabi. And so we begin, Bidilahi Ta'ala, by mentioning. The narration found in Musnad of Imam Ahmed. And it's a narration that is mentioned by Abdullah ibn Mas'ud. The narration of the Nabi, narrated by Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, radiallahu anhu. And he mentioned, فوجد قلب محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم خير قلوب العباد فاستفاه لنفسه وابتعثه برسالته ثم نظر في قلوب العباد بعد قلب محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم فوجد قلب أصحابه خير قلوب العباد وفي أصحاب الشجر هؤلاء يقول رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم كما عند مسلم في الصحيح نعم أفوا فنظر في القلوب العباد فجعل وزراء النبيه صلى الله عليه وسلم يقاتلون على دينه فما رآه المسلمون أي الصحابة حسنا فهو عند الله حسن وما رآه سيئا سيئا فهو عند الله سيئا نعم this narration here mentioned that indeed Allah Ta'ala looked at the hearts of the servants and came across the heart of the, of the Messenger of Allah, Muhammad Sallallahu And this was the best of the hearts of the servants. And so he, Ta'ala, chose him for himself and sent him with his message 
And then he looked again at the hearts of the servants. After the heart of Muhammad And came across the hearts of the Ashab and Nabi Came across the hearts of the companions of the Messenger of Allah And so he placed them as ministers or as deputies for the Prophet, for his Prophet And they would fight in the way of his religion. And so what the Muslimun, the Muslims referring to the Sahaba, what the Muslimun regarded as being good, then this with Allah was an affair which was good. And what the Muslimun regarded as being evil or bad, then this with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was an affair which was bad. In the kalam and in the sahaba kiram radiallahu anhum ya'khuf bi'albab wa ya'siru kayfa la huwa muta'alik bi qawmi istafahum Allah lis-suhba nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam nusratihi wa manasratihi bin nafsi wa bin nafis muta'alik bi qawmi shurafa' nujabaa fudala' nubala' لا يحبهم إلا مؤمن ولا يبغضهم إلا منافق. and so the kalam in relation to the sahaba is one that we must understand that these are individuals that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has chosen for their companionship of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and for their aid for the Nabi alayhi salatu wasallam. Likewise, they were chosen to enjoin upon one another this affair of aiding, aiding the deen. And they are individuals that bring with them sharaf, honor, nobility. And no one loves them except that he's a mu'min. And no one has hatred for them except the munafiq. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned in regards to their affair. وَالسَّابِقُونَ الْأَوَّلُونَ مِنَ الْمُحَاجِرِينَ وَأَنصَارِ وَالَّذِينَ اَتَّبَعُوهُمْ بِإِحْسَانِ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُمْ وَرَضُوعًا وَعَدَّ لَهُمْ جَنَّاتٍ تَجْرِي مِنْ تَحْتِهَا الْأَنْهَارِ خَالِدِينَ فِيهَا أَبَدًا ذَلِكَ الْفَوْزُ الْعَظِيمُ So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in relation to the Sahaba, that the first and the foremost, those who proceeded from the Mahajirin and the Ansar, and those that followed them in good, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is pleased with them, and likewise they are pleased with Him. And He's prepared for them gardens in which beneath rivers flow, and they will abide within that for eternity. And that is the great success. So Ibn Kathir, rahimahullah, he mentions in the tafsir of this ayah, Fawad akbar Allahu al-Azim, annahu radhiya anna al-sabiqeen al-awwaleen min al-muhajim al-ansar, waladheena attabuuhum bi ihsan, fayya wayl man abghaduhum, wa sabbahum, ab abghadu ba'duhum, aw sabba ba'duhum. And so Ibn Kathir, rahimahullah, he mentions, 
that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has informed us. Allah al-Azim has informed us that he Azawajal, is pleased with the sabiqeen, the awwaleen, those who are first and foremost, I first and foremost from this ummah, referring no doubt to Muhajirin al-Ansar, the Sahaba. And he's pleased with those that follow them in good. So woe to the one that has hatred for them or curses them or has hatred for some of them or curses some of them. And this, no doubt, is the affair of the Sahaba that the moment the Sunni, the one that adheres to true Iman, the one that adheres to the Sunnah of the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi he is the one that has love for all of the Sahaba. He is the one that recognizes that the fact that Allah Azawajal has praised these individuals, that they are all thiqat and adul, all trustworthy and praised. Likewise, Allah Ta'ala mentions, لَقَدْ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنَ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ إِذَا يُبَايِعُونَكَ تَحْتَ الشَّجَرَةِ فَعَلِمَا مَا فِي قُلُوبِهِمْ فَعَنْزَلَ سَكِينَةَ عَلَيْهِمْ وَأَثَابَهُمْ فَتَحْتَحْنْ قَرِيبًا And so, Allah Ta'ala mentions, Surah Al-Fatih, that indeed Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala is pleased with the mu'mineen when they made the pledge of allegiance with you under the tree. As he, he had knowledge of that which is within their hearts and sent a tranquility upon them and rewarded them with the affair of the conquest. And so this affair of this Ashab al-Shajra, those individuals that made the pledge under the tree. Imam Muslim records in his Sahih the hadith of the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam لا يدخل النار إنشاء الله من Ashab al-Shajra أحد الذين بايعوا تحتها and so the Messenger of Allah وسلم, mentions that no one will enter the fire if Allah Ta'ala wills from those that made that pledge of allegiance under the shajara, under the tree. Naam, this is the statement of the Nabi alayhi salatu Likewise, Allah Ta'ala mentions, Kuntum khayru ummatin ukhrujat linnas. He mentions that you are the best of the ummah. You are the best nation that has come from mankind. So this is the best nation that has come from mankind, the ummah of the Messenger of Allah, Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. The best nation. And Allah Ta'ala has chosen specific individuals to be from the companions of the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. 
So no doubt, these are the individuals that are the best of that khair nas You have the khair nas you are the best of people, the best of mankind. Who are these individuals? I this ummah. And then you have the best of the ummah as well. So no doubt, these are individuals that carry much virtue. As Allah Taala mentions in the same ayah, "Ta'amuruna bi ma'arufi, wa tanhuna al munkar." They enjoy the good and forbid the evil. And so we understand that from the Messiah, from the distinguishing factors of this ummah, are that they are from the individuals that enjoy the good and forbid the evil. And we understand by way of that, that this is an asl min usuli dinina. That this is an asl, this is a foundation from the foundations of our religion. That we enjoy the good and forbid the evil. That we enjoy the good of, of Islam, Tawheed, the Sunnah, Iman. Anything that strengthens a person's deen. Anything that strengthens a person's adherence to the sunnah, anything that strengthens a person's tawheed, we enjoy that upon one another. Likewise, we forbid the evil at the head of that evil of shirk. We forbid the evil of bid'ah. We forbid the evil of ma'asiyah. And this affair and this foundation begins with the sahaba. And the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentioned, Man minkum yura munkara, fal yagayru biyadi. Will lam yastati, fabilisani. Will lam yastati, fabilkabi fahad, wahad adaf al imam. That whoever from you sees an evil, then let him change it with his hand. If he's not able, then let him change it with his tongue. And if he's not able, then let him hate it within his heart. And this is the weakest or lowest form of imam. This is what is required from the ibadullah. That they adhere to this affair in such a manner. Likewise, Allah Taala mentions Muhammad Rasulullah, وَالَّذِينَ مَعَهُ أَشِدَّةَ عَلَى الْكُفَّارِ رُحَمَةً بَيْنَهُمْ. Muhammad is the messenger of Allah, and those that are with him are severe upon those who disbelieve. وَالرُّحَمَةَ بَيْنَهُمْ. And merciful amongst one another. So that this is the affair of the Sahaba. And the benefit of the Sahaba. And likewise the Messenger of Allah وسلم, he mentions in a hadith found in Bukhari Muslim. And the love, the wording of Muslim narrated by Abdullah ibn Mas'ud and he mentions, Su'ila Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, ayyu nas khayr? The Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was asked, who are the best of mankind? Who are the best of mankind? Qal, qarni, thumma ladhina yalunahum, thumma ladhina yalunahum. Naam. And so he says, my generation, 
When asked who are the best of mankind, he وسلم, states, my generation. And then those that follow them, and those that follow them. And we have the narration found in Sahih Muslim likewise. On the authority of Abi Sa'id al-Khudri, radiallahu anhu, قال, قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم لا تسب أحدا من أصحابي فإن أحدكم لو أنفك مثل أحد ذهب ما أدلك مد أحدهم لا ولا نصيفه ولا نصيفه So Abu Sa'id al-Khudri narrates that the Messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم he stated do not curse anyone, anyone individual from my companions. For indeed, if one of you were to give in charity the amount, the equivalent of Uhud, Uhud in gold, then you would not reach even a small amount, the mud, the small amount of one of them that they, that they had given. And not even half of that. So this, no doubt, is a clear indication. Is a clear indication in relation to the virtue of the Sahaba, the virtue of the companions of the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu For no doubt, a person that was to give anything in charity, bi taala, this would be something that weighs heavy upon his skills. However. The fact that a person can give such a large quantity in charity, the amount that that is equivalent to Uhud. And anyone that's seen Mount Uhud is equivalent in the size of a small town, village, maybe a city in some, in some places. The size of it. And the Messenger of Allah stated, if a person was to give this amount in charity, it will not equate to the virtue of the Sahab. For indeed a person must look at the virtue of these individuals. That they were of the best of creation. They were companions to the best of the creation. They, with the permission of Allah, were from the individuals that aided the spread of Islam. From his manshat, from his beginnings. I had a sunnah of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The beginning of it being spread to the Amsar, to the different lands. By way of these individuals. And so no doubt, when a person realizes the reality of what we have now, that Allah ta'ala made it possible by way of these individuals. As Shaykh al-Islam, Ibn Taymiyyah mentions back the dhikr of Jumlat ibn al-Ahadith. Also mentions some ahadith in relation to the virtue of the Sahaba. وَهَذِي أَحَادِيثِ مُسْتَفِيدَةٌ بَلْ مُتَوَاتِرَةٌ فِي فُضَاعِ الصُحَابَ وَثْنَاءَ عَلَيْهِمْ وَتَفْدِيلَ قُرْنِهِمْ عَلَى مَنْ بَعْدَهُمْ مِنَ الْقُرُونِ فَالْقَدْحْ فِيهِمْ قَدْحٌ فِي الْقُرْآنِ وَالسُنَّةِ and so, Ibn Shaykh al-Islam in Taymiyyah, he mentions, after mentioning some ahadith in relation to the virtue of the Sahaba, 
He says that these ahadith are widespread there, many, they're the great in number, Mustafidah, great in number. Bel, the mutawatira. Rather, he mentioned the mutawatira. Aitawatir, referring to the great number of narrations, the narrations being so great in number that it's impossible that narrators would have come together to lie about a particular affair because it's so great in number. And so this is the affair of the Fadr of the Sahaba. That is that the, the Shaykh is referring to. That the Fadr of Sahaba is so widespread, as we mentioned time and time again, that it's impossible that any one individual, any group of individuals have come together to bring about a lie in that regard that is Tawata, the large number. And he goes on to say, that the, this affair in regards to their father, their virtue, with a thana alayhim, and the praise for them is large in number. And likewise, that their karm, that them as a generation, carry greater virtue over others in comparison, and greater virtue over those, those generations that come after them. So speaking ill of them, or any ill intent in relation to them is an ill intent in relation to the Quran and the Sunnah. And so this is why Shaykh Ubaid, Shaykh Shaykh Ubaid, Hafidahullah, he mentioned that Sabba Sahaba or Qadhan fi Sahaba is kufr. Why? Because it's takdeeb of the Quran or takdeeb of the Sunnah. Because we find ayat, ayat as we mentioned, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala praises individuals. We find a hadith, naam, many in number, when a messenger of Allah sallallahu praises individuals. Naam, bila istithna, without exception. That all of these individuals are worthy of praise. So one, any individual that comes after that, speaking ill of them, naam, cursing them, seeking to lower their station and status, no doubt this is taqdeeb. This is denial of that which is found in the Quran and the Sunnah. And this is reflected of the speech of Shaykh al-Islam, Ibn Taymiyyah here. And these individuals from the Sahab are those that have success. Fazu bisharafin. Fazu bisharafin suhba. Li khayri khalq. They attain success by way of their suhbah, by way of their companionship with the best of creation. Muhammad ibn Abdullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And then they have this affair of honor. And honor has been given to them and bestowed upon them. In order for them to be in this place, in this status or carry the station, which is lofty. So Imam Ajuri in, in his book, Kitab al-Sharia, he mentions in relation to his description of the Sahaba. Ajma'u jami'an ala Allah wa mahabbati Rasulihi sallallahu alayhi wa وَعَلَىٰ مَعَاوَرَةِ عَلَىٰ نُسْرَتِهِ وَالسَّمْعُ وَالطَّاعَ لَهُ 
العسر واليسر مرشد ومكره لا تأخذهم في الله لومة اللعب فنعت الله فنعت فنعت الله عز وجل المهاجرين وعنصار في كتابه في غير موضع منه بكل نعت حسن جميل ووعدهم بالجنة خالدين فيها أبدا وأخبرنا أنه قد رضي عنهم ووردوا عنه وردوا عنه أولئك حزب الله ألا إن حزب الله هم المفلحون أسوء أمام أجوري he begins by saying أجمعوا that there is a consensus from every single individual يعني people of خير of course in relation to the love of Allah and the love of his messenger for his individuals for indeed they were those individuals that cooperated and brought about seeking victory for these individuals seeking victory and hearing and obeying and bringing about hearing and obeying in times of hardship and ease And affairs that we've loved, and affairs that we disliked, and they would not look to their blame of their blamer in relation to in relation to their relationship with Allah Taala. So Allah Azza wa Jal describes them. I describe the Muhajirin. I describe the Ansar. Now in his book, in more than one place, with descriptions of good. Descriptions of beauty and describes or promises them the Jannah, promises them that they will abide within Jannah, abide within Jannah, living in there for eternity. And he informs us as our that he's pleased with them, and likewise, they are pleased with him that they. These individuals are the Hezbollah. They are the group of Allah, the party of Allah. And indeed, the Hezbollah are Muflihun. Naam, and the Hezbollah, they are successful. And he goes on to say, Rahimahullah, Illa Ankal, Azzu Deen Allah, Wa Adhalu Ada Allah. وَسَلُّوا لِمُسْلِمِينَ سُرَنَ الشَّرِيفَ وَكَانُوا بَرَكَةً عَلَى جَمِيعَ الْأُمَّةِ And he concludes by mentioning Imam Majuri that they brought about honor in the deen of Allah and humbled and humiliated the enemies of Allah and established the sunan نعم the honorable ways of honorable sunnah for the Muslims. And they, the Sahaba, were a barakah, were a blessing for the whole ummah. A blessing for the whole ummah. Naam. So we understand by way of these nusus, by way of these texts, by way of these statements, 
the makana, the state of the Sahaba. And the state of the Sahaba with Ahlul Sunnati wal Jama'ah. And that is from the Asul that we take this affair. Naam. And so, Ibn Taymiyyah he mentions in Wasitiyah, his book Akhidah Wasitiyah, Min Asul Ahlul Sunnati wal Jama'ah, Salamatul Kulubihim, Wa Al Sunnatihim, Li Ashabi Rasulillahi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. يتبرؤون طريقة الروافد الذين يبغضون الصحابة ويسبونهم وطريقة النواصب الذين يؤذب يؤذون أهل البيت ويسكتون أما شجر بين الصحابة وقد ثبت بقول رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم أنهم خير الكروم وأن المد من أحدهم إذا تصدق به كان أفضل من جبل أحد ذهب من من بعدهم. and Ibn Taymiyyah he goes on to say that from the usul of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah is that their hearts their salam within their hearts. I there's a good feeling within their hearts or their hearts are free. From any any evil in relation to Sahaba, their tongues are freed in relation to any evil of the, of the Sahaba or of the companions of the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alaihi and they free themselves from the way of the Rawafid. They free themselves from the way of the Rawafid who have hatred towards the Sahaba and curse them, and they free them way themselves from the way of the Nawasib. Who harm Ahlul Bayt. And they remain silent in, in relation to any dispute that has occurred between them. And this is something which has remained, or this is something which is affirmed by way of the statement of the Messenger of Allah, that they are the best of the generations. And that the mud, the smaller amounts, from one of them if they were to give that in charity then that would be better than the Jabal Uhud the amounts or the quantity of Jabal Uhud of gold Naam, of any individual that gave that after them في بيان اتقال أهل السنة والجماعة إلا فيه تقرير لهذا العصر العظيم تبيانا لحق وردا ودف ودمغا للباطل وأهله. and so Sheikh Abdullah he mentions here that is rare that you will find a book or a text that is seeking to clarify the creed of أهل السنة. Except that you find that it establishes and it reaffirms this asal, this foundation, this great foundation in relation to the Sahaba, in relation to the companions, and a clarification of the truth, and a rejection and refutation of the Ba'atim and its people. Lida fa'alamu. يا رعاكم الله 
أن الصحابة رضي الله عنهم كلهم عذوب التعديل الله عز وجل لهم ولا يتناولهم بغير ذلك إلا من زاغ قلبه من عن الحدى إلى هدى إلى الحواف نعوذ بالله من من الغواية بعد الحداية وفي الآيات والأحاديث ماضية ما يدل على هذا and so in knowledge of this we state that all of the Sahaba are trustworthy all of them are trustworthy and no one rejects that affair or turns away from that reality except for the one whose heart has deviated except for the individual whose heart has deviated away from Huda guidance and towards Hawa and towards his desires and we seek refuge in Allah from going towards his way of desires and away from guidance and no doubt the ahadith and the ayat that I mentioned previously are all indicators of that and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best do you need to stop for that salah? نعم وقال الإمام ابن حبان البستي رحمه الله في مقدمة الصحيح وتكلم عن الصحابة كلهم أئمة سادة قادة عدول نزاه الله عز وجل أقدار أصحاب رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم أن يلزق بهم الوحل وفي قوله صلى الله عليه وسلم ألا ليبلغ الشاهد منكم الغائب أعظم دليل على أن الصحابة كلهم عدول وليس فيهم مجروح ولا ضعيف وكثى بمن أدله رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم شرفه وقال إمام الخطيب البغدادي في الكفاية أدالة الصحابة ثابتة معلومة بتعديل الله لهم وإخباره عن تحارتهم وإختياره لهم في النص القرآن نعم So we take these two statements here. The first is by Ibn Hibban. Uh, Ibn Hibban al-Busti, rahimahullah, in the introduction of his book al-Sahih. And he's discussing the affair of the Sahaba. And he mentions that all of them are imma. All of them are imams. Now, and carry virtue and are leaders and are trustworthy for Allah has raised them in a manner that is befitting of them is that in a manner that is befitting of the companions of the Messenger of Allah and that removes any form of doubt or weakness in relation to them as he mentions in a narration that let the one who is witnessing what is being said convey to the one who is absent. And this is the greatest the proof that the Sahaba, all of the Sahaba are trustworthy. And there's no one amongst them 
who was disparaged or regarded as being weak. And it's sufficient that we take or we consider them to be trustworthy due to the fact that the Messenger of Allah regarded them as being trustworthy. And then we have the statement of Khatib al-Baghdadi, Imam Khatib al-Baghdadi. Imam Khatib al-Baghdadi in his book Al-Kifaya. He mentions that the adala, the trustworthiness of the Sahaba, is something which is affirmed. And something which is known by way of the praise of Allah for them. And informing us of the purity of them, of them as individuals. And the fact that he chose them specifically. And this is something which is mentioned in the Nasr al-Quran. In the text of the Quran. And then you have the statement of uh, Imam Ibn Abdul Bar. Imam Ibn Abdul Bar. He goes on to mention. And so, Ibn Abdul Bar, he mentions that they are the best of the generations. And that they are the best of the Ummah that has come from mankind. And their trustworthy affair is established. The trustworthy affair of all of them, without exception, is established by way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's praise for them. By way of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu praise for them. And that's something that cannot be, there's no one that is more trustworthy than the one that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is pleased with. And the one that Allah Ta'ala is pleased with to the extent that he's chosen to have companionship with the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi And the one who have aided him Alayhi Salatu And there is no praise which is better than that praise And there is no praise and raising which is more complete and perfect than that praise وقال ابن تيمية رحمه الله ابن تيمية states in relation to the Sahaba الصحابة كلهم ذقات باتفاق أهل العلم بالحديث والفقه that the Sahaba all of them are trustworthy all of them are trustworthy <coughs> this is something which is agreed by all of the people of knowledge agreed by all of the people of knowledge and this is by way of hadith and by way of fiqh, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best, we'll stop here for the salah, and just continue afterwards, I just wanted to mention one uh, narration, I mentioned some of their speech, around that one narration, what we can understand from that narration, the narration of Abu Bakr, as-Siddiq, radiallahu anhu, and we'll discuss that further, after the salah, inshallah ta'ala, jazakumullah khaira, barakallahu feekum.
بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله وبارك على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا أما بعد الحمد لله I wish b'ithni lai ta'ala just to conclude what we've discussed earlier to conclude with one final narration and some of the benefits that we can take from this narration as alhamdulillah we've discussed all of the nusus or a large amount of nusus texts in relation to the virtue of the sahaba what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned in relation to them what the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi has mentioned in relation to them why we understand the virtue that they carry from the speech of the A'imma from the A'imma of the Muslimin and so we have this narration here of Abu Bakr al-Siddiq and he's the best of them so this is the best Ummah and the best individual in this Ummah are the Sahaba and we have Abu Bakr al-Siddiq radiallahu anhu who is the best of the Sahaba. And he mentions Rajulam Anhu. Lestu Tarikan Kana Rasulullahi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Ya'malu Bihi Illa Ameltu Bihi Inni Aksha Interaktu Shay'an Min Amrihi and Azira. So he mentioned Rajulam Anhu that I was not an individual that left off anything that the Messenger of Allah would act upon except I would act upon it myself for indeed I would fear that if I left off something from his affair yani his sunnah that I would deviate and this is keeping with what we, I, was, I wish to discuss more in more detail but over the time I wasn't able to but keep it to what we want to discuss in relation to the affair of the Sahaba and their ta'at al-Rasul, the abiyas and the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and they took the sunnah of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu as an example. We have this example here of Abu Bakr al-Siddiq, the best of them that if he found something to be from the sunnah of the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi he would act upon it for indeed he feared for himself leaving off something from the sunnah would be a cause of his deviation this is Abu Bakr Siddiq so then what about ourselves? if we reflect and bring ourselves to account, what about ourselves? because in the message, for the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi to mention Abu Bakr Siddiq and other than him and to mention that they are in Jannah Abu Bakr Siddiq as well as from Ashur from Bashirib al Jannah from the ten companions who were guaranteed Jannah not only was he from the ten companions he was the first mentioned from them as well and even based upon that fact he feared for himself deviation and so we know that the one that adheres, we understand from this narration, the narration of other than this, the one that adheres to the sunnah of the Messenger of Allah, 
وسلم, that this individual has found a way to free himself and save himself from deviation. And this is something by way of the faham of the Sahaba, the understanding of the Sahaba, and they have the best of understanding that the Sunnah of the Nabi was a means of salvation. Likewise, we have the statement of Imam Malik, Al Mashhur, the well known statement of Imam Malik, Rahimahullah, in which he mentions, As Sunnah Nuh. That the Sunnah is like the Ark of Nuh alayhi salam. Man rakibaha naja. Wa man takhalla anha halak. That the Sunnah is like the Safina to Nuh. Whoever boards it will be saved. Will have salvation. And whoever leaves it off will be destroyed. This is something that Abu Bakr al-Siddiq recognized. And he recognized and he feared that leaving off maybe one thing from the Sunnah of the Messenger of Allah وسلم, could be a means of deviation. So, no doubt, this was the understanding of the companions of the Messenger of Allah وسلم, in relation to the Sunnah of the Nabi that they would adhere, adhere to the Sunnah, no doubt. Seeking the reward of Allah Taala, and likewise they were adhered to the Sunnah of the Nabi والسلام, for indeed they were seeking to stay away from deviation. And so they found that they were well aware that the Sunnah of the Nabi والسلام, was a means of avoiding deviation, deviating away from the Sirat al Mustaqim. And so when you find a way and you come across something that is a means of your salvation and a means of your success, no doubt it's incumbent upon that individual to hold on firm to it with all that he has. And this was the way of the Sahab. That they would hold on firm to the Sunnah of all that they had. That they would seek not to leave off anything that they saw to be from the Sunnah. Because they knew and they recognized that this was the way to success. Likewise, you have the hadith of the Messenger of Allah, وسلم, where he mentions, All of you enter Jannah except for the one who refuses. And so his companions regarded this as being a strange question, and they asked, and who will refuse a messenger of Allah? And so he, alayhi salatu wasalam, mentioned, That the one that obeys me, I obey the messenger of Allah, and his to his sunnah, then he will enter Jannah. And the one who disobeys me, then indeed this is the individual who is refused. So they hear narrations such as these. They hear the ayat of Allah. When Allah mentions the relation to the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, لَقَدْ كَانَ فِي الرُّسُولِ اللَّهِ أُسْوَةُ الْحَسَنَةِ That with the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, is a good example. Now, 
لمن كان يرجو الله واليوم الاخر فلوانا هو سلم سوى الله ان فانو دي this affair this this uswatul hasana is good example of the message of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and so the most trustworthy of individuals and those individuals that receive the most praise from this ummah they no doubt were first and foremost in adherence to this affair and holding on to this affair of the sunnah for indeed they recognize the weight that it held they recognize that this was a means of the salvation likewise the one that adheres to the sunnah of the messenger of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam he is able to adhere and stay and remain upon the straight path and he does not give any attention to the subh of the shaytan to the path of the shaytan as mentioned in the narration of Abdullah ibn Mas'ud radiallahu anhu he mentions khatta lana rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam khatta wa khatta an shimali wa yaminihi khatuta Naam, that the Messenger of Allah وسلم, drew a line for us. And it drew lines to the left of it and to the right of it. And he states, Hada Suratul Mustaqeem, points to the first line, the first straight line. Hada Suratul Mustaqeem. This is the first line. This is a straight path. And then he pointed to the lines going to the left of it, and the lines going to the right of it. Say that these are the ways or paths of deviation. At the end of each path is a shaitan calling to it. And after that reciting the ayah, وَعَنَّ هَذَا صَرَاتِ الْمُسْتَقِيمَ فَاتَّبِعُوا And after that reciting the ayah, that this is my straight path, so follow it. The one that adheres to the sunnah. The one that recognizes adherence to the sunnah who are made upon that one way because that one way is the way of the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi and any way other than that where a person indulging other than that is a way that has been called to by the Shaytan and we reflect upon this narration of Abu Bakr As-Siddiq radiallahu anhu where he sought to remain upon every action that the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi did because he knew that if he remained upon the action he will remain upon that straight path. And this was the way of the Sahaba. And this is why we take the Sahaba as an example. They're the best of mankind. They're the best of generations. And they were the first and foremost to adhere to the Sunnah of the Messenger of Allah, وسلم, and hold on firm to it. So we look at their narrations as well. And we adhere to the path that they were upon. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best. And this is the final narration I wanted to mention to the ikhwa this evening. And again, barakallahu feekum. I thank the brothers for their invitation. And ask that Allah ta'ala blesses them in their affairs, in the affairs of their da'wah here in the Bolton. To jazakum al-akhira. Wa barakallahu feekum. Wa sallallahu wa barik ala nabina Muhammad. Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa